It's Bianca here, just letting you know that we have a new website, which is annieandbianca.com.au. You can head there to see all our episode show notes, upcoming events, or just to write into us. Also, don't forget to follow our social channels at We Want to Be Better on both Facebook and Instagram. And come join our closed Facebook group to chat with us and other listeners at www.the2bb community group. And lastly, please rate, review and subscribe. It helps other people find us and helps inflate our ego. Thanks. Enjoy the podcast. We want to be. (laughs) (laughs) We want to be better. We need to be better. We We want to be be better. No. No. No, It didn't work. (laughs) Okay. We We want want to to be be better. better. You're right. You're going to burps. Oh. She's all right. Tempe will be fine. See, another luxury of not recording in the studio. We I know, get to have, have the a, dogs. Her dog. Working from home. Working from home. Oh my God. Speaking of working, yes. how funny <laughs> was it the other day when mm. you found out that, like, I don't understand how this even happened, but you found <laughs> out that bakers have to get up in the morning and you got so outraged. Well, no, they don't get up in the morning, they get up at midnight, basically. So they start work at 2am, which is astounding to me because, you know, I understand when nurses, surgeons, pilots, really life-saving jobs are on the line there. Yeah. You work these crazy hours and kill yourself and, you know, never get vitamin D. It makes sense. But for bread, (laughs) is is it worth Never seeing your kids, having your marriage break down for bread. Isn't it like, it just seems like you're putting, like it's your heart, your soul, your entire life into this loaf of bread. Like surely there's a machine that can do it. Have you tasted bread though? I mean, like I have. I mean, I'm glad they're doing it. Shit. It's just crazy to me that someone would be like, oh, well, I work at Baker's Delight, but yeah, I have the same hours as a nurse. Do you know what I mean? Like it just, that's crazy. Like couldn't you just set the bread the night, make the bread the night before, put it in the oven and then have it automatically turn on and then you just start the day like a normal job. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of work. But then everyone's getting their bread late in the day. No, because the oven can just turn on on its own, have it set to come on. This is what I think the bread industry (laughs) should work. Okay, so you make the bread and you put it in the pans the night before. And then you put it in the oven, yeah. raw, ready to go, and then the oven's automatically but come on at 2 a.m. maybe there's enough space in the oven. How much bread are they turning out? Yeah, a lot. Everyone does. See, and this is the thing as well. Now I feel like I have to go and buy a loaf of bread every day because I feel bad for people. Like if you were a baker and it gets to the end of the day and you haven't sold those loaves of bread, that's like that's six hours of sleep yeah, down the it's, drain. It's, it's supply and demand. So if you don't buy it, then they won't have to get up so early because there won't be as much to make. Oh, so I'm putting the bakers out of work. Like, I don't know what to do. No, that's not what Bread I was advocating Bread is complex, for. okay? It's very complex. It is. Didn't, you know, like getting up just to make pastries doesn't, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not noble work. You know, you supply us with bread. That's very important. I just find it very surprising. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> find it surprising in the slightest. What I find is surprising is that you're 29 years old <laughs> and found out the bakers have yeah. to get up early. Well, That's I've never, surprising. I've never had a baker in the family. I feel no, so I haven't either. I've, I've had never a dated a baker. Uh, I've had the butcher uh, uh, and the candlestick maker, but not the baker. Yeah, a candlestick maker. I'm 
being silly. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, dude, and... if they were making glass house candles, they'd be making a killing. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I saw you dip candles at Sovereign Hill. Yeah, I do. They came I out looking candles. like dildos though. I, do you know, Palmer, this is not a word of a lie. Palmer was like, we were moving house and I had packed the candle and Palmer was like, oh, glad to see she's bringing the dildo over with her. And I was like, that's a candle. And also, why would I leave my dildo behind? <laughs> I was like, it's a very lumpy looking dildo. Because <laughs> you could do a smooth candle or a rough yeah, one. Yeah, I went with the rough yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, speaking of interesting jobs. No. Well, the, not the, just really? jobs. Yeah, just, just jobs, jobs, really. Um, but honestly, glasshouse candles, what a joke. I, I, they're they so expensive. Yeah, they are so expensive. I'm addicted, by the way. I'm addicted to I burning do not, candles. I did not know. So I went to Peter Alexander. Um, I don't normally do that. I just want to point out that my husband wanted to buy me pyjamas and it's kind of like the only place you can really go to get pyjamas that are nice. Like I know you can get pyjamas at Suzanne's, but I don't think that I'm grown enough to shop at Suzanne. Yeah. You know, this goes with that, that at Suzanne, which is a weird thing to have as your motto when it's not a mix and match store anyway but like oh all right Suzanne so we went (laughs) we went to Peter Alexander which again is also weird because I don't have a sausage dog so why would I want one on my pajamas okay anyway they only do sausage dogs too it's really discriminatory to all of the other dogs and like then it's Mm. not even my dog so I don't all right so anyway I'm at Peter Alexander and they have this gorgeous candle at the table and I was like oh that's lovely. I'll get that, please. How much is it that she said? Oh, it's on special today. It's $40. And I had to go back and say, like, I didn't want her to know I couldn't afford the $40 candle, but I was like, <laughs> I, uh, no, you, oh, I made a mistake. a little bit similar, actually, to the one I've got at home. Oh, the one I got from came up for $4. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's very similar. No, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, that's a bit expensive for a candle. And, and I was like, but so that's on special. Yeah. That was a special price. I could not believe it. So now if I'm ever in someone's house and I see they have a glass house candle, I think, wow, that's... But it's not just glass house. It's every, every single candle. Because I feel like we just don't want to like rip glass house just in case they want to sponsor us. No, I mean glass candle. I want them. I hope they sponsor us. Send me your candles, babe. Give us your discount code. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I still couldn't afford it with a discount. (laughs) Anyway... So anyway, sorry, off the glass house and onto jobs. We're doing job interviews because Annie, you got a job. I got another job. Yeah. Another job. Is this a job that yeah. we do? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's great that you've yeah. known about this job. Yeah. For a while. Oh yeah. It's a job. So um, you got a job. Do you want to tell the listeners about your job? Yeah. I work at a dog groomer now. Which is just so perfect for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a good fit. It is a really good fit. And you can take your dog to work, which is great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it anymore. I don't know if Tempe is the working kind of girl. She's a little bit timid. I think she so. likes staying at home. Yeah, she's more a lady of luxury. Yeah. <laughs> she's a lady of luxury. Um, yeah, no, the job is amazing. I'm, I'm still in that um, phase, though, because I love dogs so much that I – die a little every time I see one and they're coming through the door every few minutes right and I'm losing it (laughs) I had to write up their names on the board because they have like a board there 
and you put their name mm. and their breed and the type of cut that they want and all of that. Yeah. And every time I wrote a name, I went, oh, oh cute. Oh, Pebbles. Pebbles. Yeah. Pebbles, Pebbles was there yesterday and I have to say Pebbles she was ridiculous. Pebbles was the size of a pebble. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it'd be hard to work there. I don't know. It, it is a combination of being amazing. Oh, that's, oh, that's dog. a dog right there. It's a combination of being amazing it's really good for anxiety and stuff. Like when it's all getting very chaotic, you just hold a dog and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm better. But also dying a little because they're just so cute. Yeah, and also I wouldn't be very productive because I just mm. want to cuddle the dogs all the time. So, yeah, it's but, a tough industry. Not as hard as baking, but a hard industry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so today we will be discussing job interviews, giving tips on how to be better at them. Yes. And I have experience in this both from obviously getting jobs. So this was my first ever job interview. Which is madness. I have only ever got jobs just you by knew people someone. asking or knowing. Yeah. 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 So you've never had to. Like <laughs> my first ever job that I worked um, in hospitality mm. as a waitress I got because I was just sitting in the hairdressers and they said, oh, you're friendly. Do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I've never You've gone never, for a job. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think um, people really need to learn how to do a good job interview. And I used to uh, work somewhere where I was doing the hiring and so I know what to look for. Mm. You've just gone through it. So I think we'll have many tips. We've spoken to your mum who hires like 100 people a year. So we've got a lot of good tips on – and, I mean, I – just got a job, another job myself, and oh, I nailed that uh, eating out of my hand. That <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the job, so like, it worked. But yeah, oh, so I really hope they listen. To we're me. gonna start. Oh shit! I think they do. <laughs> uh, oh, eating out of my hand. <laughs> I'll get that done in a remix for you for the Christmas so, party at the end of the you, year. Jesus, if I make it that long <laughs> yeah. at this rate. Okay, so let's. Go, let's do a little Hillary Duff and go back. Yes. Back to the beginning and discuss before you even get to the interview. So, first of all, make sure it's a job you actually want. Yeah. I understand that there are sometimes where you're just like, fuck, I just need money and I need to get a job. Obviously, in those cases, you're just kind of applying for everything. But if you're in a job and you're like, oh, I don't like it, I want to get something else, and it's not something that, like, you're even passionate about or it's something that you're like, oh, that doesn't even sound that great, don't – why bother? Don't waste your time. Look for something that really sparks your interest and that you want to get. Yeah. Unlike Liam, remember how he used to be a salami washer? What? Do you not know this? Yeah, he was a salami so washer. To, okay, be- <laughs> we were talking about panda fluffing last week. Yeah, salami washer sounds a lot worse. So obviously before he was vegan and met me and, you know, wasn't the man he is today. <laughs> um, he was a salami washer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he... What does this entail, getting old salami? You should ask him to describe it. So he said that it was... Um, a dark room. Oh, like a smokehouse. I know what a smokehouse com- is. Yeah, complete- I am a Croatian, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> completely dark cement room with absolutely no windows. There was mm. just one door to get in. Yeah. And there's salami hanging from the roof. Yeah. And the whole place is damp. And you stand there with a pressure hose and you <laughs> hose the mould off the salami. Because it moulds. Yeah. That's how- and that's what he did. And he goes. And then one day my alarm went off and I just – 
hit the snooze button. I went, no fucking way. I'd rather no more go salami. <laughs> <laughs> no more. He salami said that he washing. just started getting really depressed. He was like, no light, <laughs> Honestly, inhaling mode, just sitting there like yeah. pressure hosing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he did all day. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, yeah. So don't do that. Unless you're really passionate I mean, about salami. I'm sure and well, someone has to do it. Yeah, someone – well, someone doesn't have to do it. You could live in a vegan world, but, like, let's not go there. So <laughs> um, let's talk about the cover letter and the resume. So always, always read what the ad says. If it says apply via clicking apply now, then do that. But sometimes it says apply by an email to this person. I cannot stress enough to do that. Okay, don't press apply now because I know that seek. It's really easy to just go through and do that. Do not do that. Um, listen yeah. to what the ad says. That's it's pretty good to follow instructions as your oh, first you, impression. You would be surprised. <laughs> and um, another thing is personalize the cover letter always. Always do that. Um, so if it says, so can I hold on? Hold on. What mm. what what things are we taking? Like what things are we giving them? So you've always got a cover letter and a resume. Always have a cover letter and a resume. And and, and if anything, I think the cover letter is sometimes more important than the resume. So your resume so should what, really what is the cover letter? What is it? So a cover letter is um, a covering letter. <laughs> no, I mean like what is it? Yeah, I'll explain. So what is in it is what okay, I mean. Okay, so your I mean, resume, I cover your resume should just be quite concise and brief and really only have like one page is good. If you're sending off a three-page resume – scale it back um one page is really good and really just have things that are pertaining to that job if relevant so don't put that you worked at kfc when you were 15 unless you're going to hungry jacks unless you're going to work at hungry jacks maybe but like it's probably not really relevant if you're going for like an admin role and mm. you've had say six admin jobs you don't have to list that you worked at kfc unless when you were you're 15. like the manager when you're 15 you- you're a manager oh, oh babe if you're good. 15 a manager you're yeah, the owner no, now good- you're yeah, the colonel true. at this point. So, <laughs> um, so your resume should be quite uh, concise. The cover letter is where you really write to them and explain why you're best for the job and why you want the job. Because the cover letter should say, I'm I'm applying for your job that I saw advertised on Seek for and then write the exact job title as they've written it so they know that it's personalised. Put the person's name in if you know it. And then give examples from your resume that could be applied to what the job has asked for so in the job ad it will say specific things say like some late nights may need covering and then you could say well I used to work at the airport so I'm used to working late I used to be a baker I used to work (laughs) I used to work late nights and so I'm happy to cover them whenever necessary so then they know you have read the ad and you have replied and said that you can help with that it just gives them that you're aware of the job and you actually want it because we're so I know that so many people do this because I'm guilty of it as well when we're applying for jobs we sort of just click apply 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 standard cover letter standard resume and just send it off to every which person we can it's really important to personalize what you're writing so that they know you've taken the time and you're actually interested in the job yeah that's good advice um, <laughs> if you don't, well, say, so if I don't say so myself, <laughs> um, all right. And then experience versus willingness to learn. So you might not have the specifics on your resume yeah, for that this job. Is me. Yeah, exactly. In your so case, in my case, it was you had to have two years experience and I had zero. Yeah. And so many people are in this boat because, mm. you know, they're like, oh, we want someone with a uni degree. But we also want someone with five years experience. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's really hard. So try and pick things 
and and discuss them like crossover skills, discuss them in your resume. So, for example, I haven't worked in aged care before, but I did take care of my nan when she was ill with pneumonia and I feel this has given me knowledge on how to handle the elderly. Yeah. Or I haven't worked in a reception role before, but my years of experience in the hospitality in- hospitality industry have given me great customer s- service skills. skills that would be an asset. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you dealt with people, like maybe yeah. not at, in a formal reception role, exactly. but you dealt with people. So yeah. just give crossover skills if you don't have it. And your willingness to learn, just be like, you know, I I guarantee if you give me a chance, because people are willing to give a chance. Like, hell, I've hired people that have had no experience in that field, yeah, but they've just been so keen that I'm like, oh, yeah, take a shot on an unknown kid, and you know they take off. Yeah, so that is good advice. I'm the unknown kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take the next point. Oh yeah, because this was my one that I wrote down. <laughs> uh, this is what I had to contribute. I yeah. said. Clean up social media or have it private while you're applying. Oh, yeah. Actually, just generally speaking, you should always have it private if there's something on there that. But could what get could, into like, it. I mean, what's going to be on there? That- well, like, like um, we rang my mom and mm. asked my mom what she thought. And she said, well, if I see someone being, say, really racist or Ooh, something, yeah. and they present really well in the interview and not say. Obviously, hopefully you're just not racist anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, don't be racist full stop. Of course, but, you know, my mum said, like, she doesn't care too much about alcohol, but, you know, obvious Mm. crazy behaviour. Right. Mm. So, yeah, have a Google of yourself and see what's out there and remove what you can. So, like, if you see something bad and, like, maybe ask your friend to take that photo down or, like, you know, just the remove tag button is your new best friend basically. Yeah. I always have the – if you don't – if you wouldn't want to see it on the front page of the Herald Sun, then make sure that no one else can see it. Interesting point. Yeah. Like, don't you ever think of that? If you – because every time I enter a plane, I go, okay, so if this goes down (laughs) – and I've flown with you now, so I know that this is what goes through your head. Okay, this goes down and then I look around <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so who's going to – Who? I wonder who's the really important person here that gets the big picture. And then I look around and it's like, oh. never, I always do that. I always look in the first class section and I'm like, oh, any celebs on here? Oh, who's rich? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They'll get the big one. And then I look around and I'm like, oh, there's a family of kids. They'll definitely get the big picture. But then I mm. think, what are they going to use of me? What picture will what be yours? Picture? I yeah. hope it's you in a festive G-string hanging off the back of your, <laughs> a wall of your garden. <laughs> I know I'm such a hypocrite. That is on my social media. I fucking forgot. Yeah, that wall of the She, they obviously didn't scroll back <laughs> So that's a good point. Just post more so they can't get that yeah. deep into your social media to find it. Um, okay, so let's say you've you've got the call. They've called you and they've said, hey, we want to interview you. Um, remember the name of the person that calls you and is interviewing you. That is, I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's politeness, but it also shows that you're paying attention. So, And that first interaction you always have the leeway of going, sorry, I just didn't catch your name. Yes. Because after then, you're fucked. You can't do you it can't. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this, is the pro- oh, this is the problem with I, mm. that I have with the kids' school is I'm all good with the kids' names. 
Because like, but yeah, like the parents, parents, yeah. And now I've already had play dates with some, oh, and I don't even know. I always, I don't do know it. how that's happened. I just yeah. it gets to a point you can't can't go back. There is ways you can get around it. I think how well you. <laughs> You, you stalk them and you find their mail. Yeah, you stalk <laughs> them. Um, ask them how they spell their name. Yeah. You pickpocket. I know. You oh, pickpocket their. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. <laughs> you pickpocket their wallet. Yeah. You quickly look at their credit card. Yeah. And then you return it. How did you get a job, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next point. Research the company and know what they do. This was what my mum was like. Yeah. Number one. Really important. I used to work for an oral surgeon and people would come in and I'd be like, so do you know what we do here? And they're like, oh, teeth. And I'm like, well, technically you're not wrong, but you don't know at all what we do. So, you know, always try and um, research the company and think of some questions to ask them in the interview because I always get to the end of the interview and they say, do you have any questions for us? And people will be like, how much do you pay? Oh. And I'm like, okay, ask a different question. You can ask that question, but don't make it the first and foremost because it literally just makes you look like I am just doing this for money and I don't give a shit. So yeah. think of some things. Because Is there a nice way of saying how much do you pay? Um, yeah, you can just say what – do you know what – like um, what is the hourly rate or mm-hmm. is it a salary? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. They but just, just they, do, like- they don't always discuss it in the interview because sometimes companies will base – like you can ask and they'll say, oh, we haven't made a decision yet. It depends on the person we hire. Because if someone's got, say, like 10 years experience in the field, they'll generally pay them more. But if someone doesn't have much experience, like we'll start you yeah. off in a low rate. So you can ask, but generally they won't – they might know, but sometimes it's better just to wait until you're offered the job and then say, can you, can you tell me how much I'll be getting paid? And then you can reject it. Yeah, if- you can always reject it, yeah. Okay. But I think that's probably just better – I mean, I don't know. I've had people ask in the job, but in the interview, and I've had to just say, oh, well, I, d- I don't know because mm. we're just, you know, depending on your experience. Well, yeah. And then you kind of just like look like you're like, oh, maybe 20 to. Yeah. But, you know. So, yeah. Um, next one. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah. Because I sort of said this one yeah. as well. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I'm good at the obvious. I'm good at the obvious one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think you're good at all of them, Annie. Well, I've got a job. Yeah, Another exactly. job. You so got a was, job. I mean, yeah. So this one was presentation. Dress c- cleanly. You wrote this. <laughs> brush your hair. <laughs> I was, like I was shocked that people don't brush their hair. Yes. What are you talking about? Oh, just actually, my husband doesn't. Really yeah, I was hair. just about to. I, I just, just like, literally just thought of Liam when you're like, I can't believe people don't brush their hair, and I was like, I just saw Liam's hair like a minute ago, and I was like, yeah. But yeah, brush your hair. And please don't stink. Yeah, don't smell. Oh, and if you have a cigarette, no, don't, oh, don't, don't smoke. Don't Why? Smoke. Yeah. Why are you doing that? I mean, if you are really addicted, then get some what? gum that day. Just have some gum before. But gum's not going to solve it. You've got to like wear a jacket or something. No, no. I mean, have some Nicorette gum. Oh, don't God. smoke oh, at all. Gum. Or like, you know, yeah, have a jacket on and smoke into the and wind. Then, yeah, I was just about to say, and then walk for a little bit. Yeah, so the really particles don't smell. Get off. Just because, don't smell like cigarettes. And don't be having a big one the night before. Yeah. Don't be coming in like a booze hound. So those are yeah. all. And the next point is know where you're going and don't be late. I think this is why I got the job. Because you knew exactly where it was. No, because the person before me turned up late or whatever. Yeah. It's such a bad look. And they said in the interview that they were looking for – 
um, someone that was reliable. Yeah. I mean, there are like, so try and leave with as much time as possible. Like you're better to get there early and find a cafe and have a coffee or something mm-hmm. um, than being late. But if there is something out of your control, like there's been a train accident mm-hmm. and your train's not running, call them with as much notice and just say, hi, I am so sorry. I have an interview with blah, blah, blah at this time. I'm just letting you know I might be late. Would you like me to reschedule? Because at least you've given the call instead of just not attending. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But on, that is only in the case that there is something crazy that's happened. What, what happens if there isn't something crazy that's happened to you? Just make it up. <laughs> well, I mean, you can make it up, but obviously – you're not capable of getting to an interview on time. So, like, you know, change your life, babe. Okay. Fair call. <laughs> um, so be as outgoing as you possibly can is my next point. So, obviously, like, people get shy. I understand that. I've never been able to relate. But I understand people get shy. But try just try to be outgoing and friendly because at the end of the day, you might be the most experienced person for the job. But if you're not friendly – they're not going to hire you because they have to work with you. This is what my mum was saying was sometimes mm. people would get angry at her because they have all of the right qualifications. They're the most qualified person for the job. But just when they interviewed, they weren't the right fit for the team. And yeah. she was like, I can just tell that this person is not going to slot into the team. They're yeah. not going to get along with the rest of the staff you. Uh, absolutely. And everything, I mean, for me personally, when hiring people, yep, someone might not have any experience, but they totally would fit in with the team. Like I liked them as a person mm. and I'm like, everything can be taught. Yeah, They're bright enough and they'll fit in. That person's going to have a better chance than someone that has, you know, 20 years of experience and is super proficient but like a complete mm. cold person. They're not yeah. going to get a chance. So just try to be really nice. Yes. Um, don't swear is a good one. Try not to drop yeah. any F-bombs. I mean, it, be professional. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's a good one. That's just... I mean, that's an obvious one too. Yeah, you'd be surprised though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And um, Annie, you take the next one. Um, so I said this and then you laughed. I did and then, not laugh. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I probably did. I don't remember. So I said sit up straight, good posture. Yeah. Sit up straight. And then you went... Ah, da, da. And then we rang mum and that's said... One oh, of the first things she it said. It was the, like... First thing yeah. she said. Good body language. Yes. Don't be crossing your arms like, like I am you're right like now. you are right now. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Slumping over. Yeah. Uh yeah. Just, you know, look like you want to be there and be interested and yeah. Yes. Um next point. Be honest about your weaknesses. Because they're going to ask How you. How do you go with this misconfidence? What's your <laughs> weakness? I am on. I mean, I, I really have to rack my brains. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me a while to think of a weakness. And imagine if they really asked me that. It's like low self-confidence over here. Oh, oh what's I your start, weakness? <laughs> I kick back and start my psych session early. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it all stems back I'm from. I'm still working through it. Yeah, what are you good at, Annie? Oh, I've got really good veins for nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Like you posted that and I and you were like saying that it's sad and I thought, you know, my mum has such bad veins, she would envy your veins. Yeah. She really would. Yeah. She always put like jokes when they go to take her blood because they're like, oh, you've got terrible veins. She's like, yeah, I'd make a really bad junkie. I'm I'd like, mum, let's not junk. make jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just calm down. Um, but, yeah, so try to make your weaknesses into a positive if you can. Or give examples of how you've overcome them. So my example of what my weakness is, is that I'm, and this is true, I'm too proficient, okay? And that is like, 
people are like, that's not a weakness, but it is because I will come in there and start telling you how everything you do is bad and how it could be done a better way. And I often step on people's toes and rub people the wrong way because they think that I think that they're shit. So I explained that like, yeah, look, that is my problem. And I do try to change procedure probably a little bit too much. And that's probably my biggest weakness, but I am at least capable of being aware of it and I'll try and scale it back. So if you do have a weakness, give an example of how you've overcome it in the past. So for example, if you're like, oh, well, my weakness is that it takes me a really long time to pick up computer programs, but then say, oh, but I've learned that if I actually just write down the notes on paper, then I can usually remember it and I pick it up pretty quickly. So yes, tell your weakness, be honest about it, but then just give examples of how you try to overcome it. Um, if you're Weakness is something like I I sit on my phone too much. That's fucked. That's fucked. Like don't – like, yeah, be honest. Don't be too honest. Yeah, don't be too honest. But, yeah, mm. you know, um, be honest about a weakness that you can sort of improve. Also probably something that if they call you a referee – that your referee yeah, might see, mention. So get it. in first if mm. your referee is actually going to out you and be yeah. like, yeah, well, she was stepping on people's toes. Yeah. Go, uh, oh, say it first yeah, exactly. before they call your referee. Yeah. yeah, I was stepping on people's toes because also, they were. Also, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Running their business. Um, and then be, this is the next point, be truthful about your ability to do the job. So if they, they say to you, oh, we require you to work a few nights a week and you know you cannot work nights, Say it now because there's no point in being like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. And then when they actually hire you and you start, be like, no, I can't work nights because that's not – you're not going to be able to fulfil the job and you're just going to waste their time and waste your own time. So that is really important. Um, Another point is to tell the truth about your work history, which is the sort of thing about like what would your work reference say. Mm -hmm. Um, Be honest. Like if you took a lot of sick days and you know your reference is going to say that, then maybe say, look, to be honest – I took a lot of sick days last year because I got swine flu or I got glandular flu. (laughs) I had to take off like three weeks when I got swine flu. So that's why I thought of that one. But you got swine flu. Yeah. You got swine flu. Yeah. I worked at a GP at the time. It was fucked up. Oh my God. I did not know that. Yeah. I can't. Oh, it was awful. So yeah. um, If you got swine flu, say that. Just like, look, I usually don't take sick days, but my reference might mention it because I did get glandular fever last year and I had to take time off. So, yeah. you know, just, yeah, uh, be honest and get in there. Um, another one, have question, have answers to questions that are often asked in interviews. So they're always going to ask, how well do you work in a team? And have an answer for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The obvious ones. Yeah, just, yeah, things that like – um, like pre-prepare. Pre-prepare, yeah, study up. Because I'll say things like, um, can you give an example of conflict resolution? They always want to know about conflict resolution. So give an example, think of something because it's you don't want to be on the spot and be like, oh, and can't think of something. Yeah. So just think ahead of questions they might ask. And and if you do pick one about conflict resolution, pick one that paints you in a relatively good light. Yeah. Not like, well, this girl – yeah. did this and so I, you know. I was the bigger person. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> say like, oh, well, there was an incident at work with blah, blah, blah and I spoke to each of them individually yeah. and then we hashed it out, blah, 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 something like that. Um, do you want to take another point? Oh, no, I oh. think you're ploughing through Oh, okay, I'm ploughing through it. Um, to be fair, I think that you're much more wise on this. Look, I've got a lot of experience in it. Yes. That's, that's for sure. Um 
Okay, so another thing that you might want to think about is if it's the same job, like say you're a hairdresser and you're interviewing for another hairdresser job, um, they might ask what do you like about being a hairdresser and obviously give examples of why. But if it's a new field, like say you are about going from hospitality to administration, explain to them what you expect from the job or why you want a career in that field. Really tell them why. Like, what are you expecting about it? Because some people will romanticise the job. Like for me personally, when I would interview people, um, I think people had in their mind that it was a really, because it's like a high rise building in the city that it's going to be kind of like Devil Wears Prada. And I'm like, it is absolutely not like that. It's really hard. Um, and you will feel like you're doing a bang up job and you're going to get called up on a lot of stuff. It's it's a hard environment to work in. Don't think it's glamorous. And people will be like, you know, what? I actually don't think this job is for me. Yeah. So kind of just explain what you're expecting from them. Um, also have examples of when you've gone above and beyond for, for your job in the past. So what you've done out of your pay grade. Um, I think your mum gave an example of someone who worked at an aged care home and one of the residents had passed away, but the son couldn't organise the funeral. So the girl out of like in her own spare time, arranged the funeral and then got some staff to go to the funeral. Yeah. Family, which is just an an amazing example of going above and beyond for your job. So that is really good. And isn't it so sweet? I know (laughs) that's so nice. And then, um, and then, yeah, why are you the very best candidate for this position? They're always mm-hmm. going to say, look, we've got 20 interviews to do. Why mm-hmm. should I hire you and sell yourself? And I know yes. that's hard for people to do, but I mean, like Annie, look at you, like I'm sure you would, they would have said that to you, like, you know, why should I hire you? And you're like, well, I can help you in other avenues. Like I can help your social media yeah. platforms or the things like that. So try and explain other things that you might have, like little extracurricular tips that would give yeah. you that edge. Yes. So those are. My mum also said. <laughs> yeah. Well, we rang and mum was there with her colleague who also interviews people. Yeah, so they do it together. Both. Yeah. And her colleague who's also a friend, laughed and said that mum was like Australian Idol. If anyone gave a sob story, she gave him the job. Yeah, she <laughs> – so, yeah, push on that sob. <laughs> but, yeah, I think um, I think just, yeah, be friendly. But those are my tips. I and, think they're yeah. great. And if you don't get the job um, and they let you know, send them – reply to their email and say, oh, thanks, Debbie, for the opportunity to interview anyway. Um, if anything comes up in the future, I'd be lo- like, I'd be so happy to have another shot to interview. Yeah. Be graceful. And then they just think, oh, well, that that was nice of them. What yeah. Nice person. Yeah. And sometimes that person might fall through. So you might be like second in line. Yeah. And also. That's honestly yeah. what happened with the kittens. So the kittens that I had when I was trying to look for their homes, it was yeah. first in best dress. It was okay, just well, straight I up. got in. Yeah. Well, you were the very, very first <laughs> in. But uh, the people yeah. that I had to email in, it was as soon as I read one that was Mm. totally awesome then they got the kitten and it was first in best dressed and then one of the kittens um fell through and I had sent off an email saying sorry you didn't get it, it was first in best dressed but one of them wrote back oh thank you so much is there um you do, you've done such an amazing job or whatever mm. um is there somewhere else I could look for a kitten and you know so she was the one that ended up getting yeah, one of the kids. Yeah, because you remembered her. Because I remembered her and I was like, oh, she was really gracious, really lovely. Yeah. So, yeah. 100%. And as well, if you email several emails back and forth between a person, your name will pop up 
when they go to write emails so they'll remember you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So those are my tips. I think they're awesome. Thanks. If someone is going for a job, I actually think this podcast for once in its life is really helpful. Yeah, I think we've been helpful before. I can't think of anything yeah, off the a top couple of, of times. Head. No, you know, okay, so I just want to point out some someone messaged us to say thank you for the advice that we gave them. Like, thank you, your advice really helped. And I was f- fucking shocked. I thought, how on earth could that have yeah. helped you? Can we also do a little update thing? Because we have a website now. For anyone well, that's wondering, yeah, it's annieandbianca.com.au and you can go there and it's got all of the show notes. Mm. Um, if you just click the podcast tab, um, there's episode details on everyone. And so sometimes we might put an update. It's got links on how to f- listen to the episode if you want to refer the episode to someone. And then sometimes whatever we've mentioned in this, then it might be there like um, photos. Last yes. week we were, uh, had a story about pandas, so – we had photos that yeah, we included. Of the pandas. So you can go to our website and check it out. But sometimes we have to put updates. And one of the updates was we did an episode on relationships, relationships. a few weeks ago. Yes. And it was Should I Leave Him? Should I Leave Him? And if anyone remembers, we. I was ruthless and I kept apologizing the whole time to saying, Philomena. To Philomena, saying, Philomena, pretty much he's just not that into you. Yeah. Like I was trying to say it. Nicely, but I couldn't really. I was really struggling to say it. Neither of us said it nicely. Yeah. I would just like to point yeah. out. And there's no real nice way to say it, is it? No. I just knew that my my gut instinct was not good. This is not good. Yeah. Turns out. Turns out that the day. Three days after she sent the email, the email to us, he, he broke, broke up, up with her. her. So, and apparently but Philomena, pod- yeah. she's feeling good and she said that our podcast really helped. So, and yeah, if anyone out there is thinking, I mean, I know you think it's like Hustler magazine, like, you know, that people are writing in, but are they real or not? Mm. I want to go to <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always wondered if the stories are actually true. They are true. People do write into us and we do try to give advice. So if you do want us to yeah discuss something for you. You can actually go to our webpage. Annieandbianca.com.au and on it there's a little contact us bit and you just send it off. Send it off and it's anonymous question Well, just could you make sure you write in your email that it's anonymous so we don't stop. To be honest, though, don't stress because we never use anyone's names because my favourite thing is putting Annie on the spot anyway. Yeah. So I like her to come up with the name at the drop of a hat. <laughs> but there you go. I'm really grateful for that episode. I mean, it is a week too late for me. Uh, I mean, uh, I did uh, get the job though. So. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, Bianca, for using your knowledge. No worries. To share with the people. Yes. And I hope that if anyone else is going out there and trying to get a job, then. Yeah. And when we're like absolute superstars. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, are we not at this point I already? Mean, <laughs> when we get around to hiring a personal assistant. Oh, my God. Reference this episode. <laughs> Can we hire a personal assistant that will work pro bono? No. <laughs> no. That's could we get? Can we get an intern? To do what? Sit here in the pack, pat the dog and watch us talk shit. Uh, no. If anyone out there, there is, is looking for an intern position. <laughs> there's, this is no smoke and mirrors. Like there's nothing that they can learn. This is ex- – it doesn't even get edited really this 
Yeah, there's nothing to learn. We sit here and talk. We send this audio mm. file off yeah. and then they just go, oh, yeah, and flick it onto the internet without anything at I know. <laughs> and then I forget what I've said and I listen to it and I think, oh, could have could have taken that bit out. Because you know when I told my mum I wanted to get into radio, she said, I'm worried you'll be the next Kyle Sanderlands. She wasn't wrong. Oh!